This is Saturday, July 8th. How do you believe prayer works? Do you believe God answers your prayer because you're being faithful or you're doing well? Or maybe if you're a good person, does he hear you because you're trying hard to live a good life? What we believe about prayer reveals what we believe about our relationship with God. Is prayer our effort to convince a reluctant God to hear us, to help us? Or is it simply a son or daughter coming to his or her father with whatever he or she wants to share, whatever help he or she needs? Now here's our text for today, John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Truly I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. These words follow Jesus' description of his relationship with his Father. We've been learning about how Jesus located his identity in the Father and how we can have our identity in Christ. Now, why does he speak with his disciples about prayer at this point? Well, he does this because once the disciples have their identity in him, they can then come to benefit from the son's relationship to the father. All that Jesus has with the father, he shares with the disciples. Now, first, Jesus says the disciples will do greater things than he has done. He means by that that now they are found in him and empowered by him, they will be equipped to do the kind of works he has done. Again, they, and by extension, all of Jesus' disciples receive what Jesus has as they become his. Now, of course, this promise is fulfilled in part, right away. On Pentecost, just a few weeks later, the Apostle Peter preached a sermon that reached more people and brought more people to Jesus than Jesus ever brought to himself through one of his sermons. Now, following this verse, we find Jesus' teaching on prayer and how it springs from this new relationship with the Father. He teaches about the power of prayer and the purpose of prayer, and his commitment to his disciples. First, the power of prayer. It's all wrapped up in this new relationship. Jesus is going to the Father, and indeed he sits at the right hand of the Father. He's always interceding for us. We hear this explained elsewhere in the New Testament. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's Hebrews 4, 15 to 16. You see, Jesus is with the Father, and he is there representing us, interceding for us. Jesus says that when we come to the Father, we come in his name. This is the power of prayer. We are hidden in Christ, 
And just as Jesus did the will of the Father, the Father rejoices to hear the petitions of the Son. This is why and how the Father hears us and why he responds to us. We see the purpose of prayer as the Father is then glorified in the Son. Sandy and I had the joy last week of taking care of our newborn grandson. He's just a couple of weeks old, and his name is Gabriel, though we call him Gabe. Now, you don't have to convince us to love Gabe. We, we already do. We spent a few days just loving on him. This grandfather and grandmother grandson time was a delight to us. My thoughts turn to this passage about the disciples with Jesus. Jesus goes to the Father, and now the prayers of his disciples find their acceptance with the Father in the love that the Father has for the Son. Now, of course, the Father desires to do as the Son asks. This is what it means to pray in the name of Jesus, to approach God as our Father, as Jesus himself comes before the Father that loves him. I remember that one of my sons as a baby loved to be held. You could hold him for hours on end, and he delighted in this. He loved being loved. Here is this intimate bond. Now, we could take prayer and make it transactional, and that's typically what we do with this teaching, meaning if we pray the right way, we will always get what we want. But this prayer is not transactional at all. It's truly relational. Of course, the Father loves the Son, and when we come in his name, the Father will grant our requests. That's what Jesus is saying. It's not a promise that whatever we pray we will receive, but a promise that when we come in communion with the Son, the Father hears us and answers what is the will of the Son, what is prayed in the name of the Son. So getting our prayers answered is not about convincing a reluctant God to grant our requests. It's about walking with the Father through Jesus the Son and bringing all of our requests in the name of the Son. It's about the Father answering so that the Son is glorified. Prayer for the disciples of Jesus is the invitation to join in the relationship that Jesus has with the Father. And seeing that our prayers are answered because they reveal this love between the Father and the Son. It's a beautiful thing. And the benefit of having our identity in Christ. When we pray, we're joining in the communion that Jesus has with the Father. And the Father answers us as if hearing and answering his Son. And what an amazing privilege this is. Let's pray. Faithful Father, enable us to see prayer, a speaking with you, as your invitation to enjoy the communion you have with Jesus, your Son. Thank you for all that we have in Christ, and that we can come before you with confidence and boldness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.